Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ramblings from Nowhere. As always, I'm your host, Jason Hull, and joining me again this week is my co-host, Mr. Clay Dotson. <laughs> What's up, What's my happening? dude? Nothing. This is the second straight episode where we're actually looking at each other on Skype video. I can see clearly now. <laughs> this is the first time you've sung on this podcast. I was going to be like, like Sans Susie Hourglass. Let's <laughs> continue this cursed podcast of nothingness. Clay, we're, we're on episode. I use, I quit saying the episode number. I don't 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 even don't even say it. I, I, I forgot about it. Let's lose track. We're probably on episode eight hundred and sixty-three, and don't even You're realize. You're close. It. Twenty-two. Wow! Wow! We'll have to have our uh, our twenty-fifth episode anniversary. Well. 24 for you, 25 for me. But uh, yeah. anyway. No, nah, listen, it's not about me. It's about it's about the podcast. You know, we come together to do something bigger than us. <laughs> so, yes, it is the 25th. Who cares about me? It's about the 25th. <laughs> and by the way, when I said wow, I said foul for some reason. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. I said foul, wow. It's like some, some kind of Asian dialect, whatever. I don't bite you. Actually, I'm not getting there, man. That's terrible. I'm just going to stop. going to stop while I'm ahead. I don't so even think I'm ahead. Hopefully my phone's not interfering because apparently Brandon has almost killed himself with a uh, miter saw or something. I'm not real sure what's going on, but my phone's going crazy all of a sudden. So My phone ain't going off. Maybe it's because the Skype is taking over because I'm on my phone trying to do this differently than being on my Xbox. Well, hold so. on. We'll just give everybody a rundown real quick before we get started. Uh, Brandon sent some pictures of a saw and said a scary experience at the workshop a minute ago. Uh, you did see that one. You said it seems normal to me. I, I did. I always, <laughs> yeah, I said it seems normal to me. Yeah. I always hope for the worst in these things. So I'm hoping that he's got his dick off. So, well, he didn't, but he said, trust me, I uh, almost pooped my pants. I thought the blade <laughs> came out and I was cut. So, Brandon... I hope you're okay. Uh, I'm putting my phone up now. Yeah, I mean, really, I just hope you uh, cut your hand off and didn't cut your dick off, because I think I'd rather have my hand cut off than cut oh, Clay. Dick off. <laughs> you're killing my, penis, you're killing my, my penis. I don't want either. You're killing my PG rating. I've already got people <laughs> complaining about it. Yes. Oh, do you? Yes. Church ministers probably listen to our podcast actually, for some actually, reason. I think my ministers do, so... <laughs> Maybe okay. not. It usually only takes most people one to two episodes, and they're like, "I've never listened to another one." And then I got one friend. We went to the we went and checked out a couple movies this weekend or last weekend, and uh, he was saying something. What you What you watch? Up here watch? A little bit. He said, uh, "I said, have you listened to podcast?" He said, "You know what? I'm not listening to a single episode." So. At least he's being honest. I punched him in the face, and we went on about yeah. business. But yeah, I'm finding out. I don't think my wife's ever listened to a episode. I make her listen to little bits of it just so I can see how terrible my editing skills were for that week. You know, like a couple weeks ago where it was the stereo thing again and so on and so forth. So uh, I'm going to take, cl- we'll, take a class we'll in become audacity. Advanced. And, uh, <laughs> man, it's... We'll become advanced one day and get to our final form. We'll be able to actually have quality we'll podcasts. We'll do a fusion form. Hmm. Fusion form? What would be that? Clay? Uh, just Clay. Jay? It's just Clay. Jay Clay, okay. <laughs> Delay. Whatever. 
Jalay. Um, I like Jalay. Let's we'll just go with that. So uh, you're going to talk about later on about what movie you guys went watch? Oh yeah, I mean I was just telling a little bit about uh, my friend never having listened to one of the 22 episodes that we've done so far. Actually, 23, I guess. Something like, I don't know the exact number because I've labeled one as a bonus and then the uh, quote unquote uh, snack sized edition, which, which was the same length as a regular one for the most part. So the four hour special <laughs> snack sized edition ultra version. So. Whatever Street Fighter Capcom actually started naming our, our podcast now. Yeah. So you know, it, it's about that's about as good as their stories. So. Yeah. I don't tell. I mean, I tell people, yeah, sure. If you listen to podcasts, here's our podcast. I'm sure they'll be like, you know, why isn't Clay cussing? What's wrong? Are they holding a gun to his head or something? Because, I mean, yeah, I usually cuss every other word. word. Well, yes, I cuss a lot. I know. Well, I don't cuss around like y'all's kids and everything. I mean, I actually do. I bet y'all are like, what's wrong with Clay? He hasn't dropped an f bomb in the past three hours. So. I was once a man. Sorry. <laughs> Dropping another from the great G.I. Joe cartoon movie. I found today, I was telling you before we come on recording, uh, I was going through my uh, storage room and cleaning some stuff up and so on and so forth and getting very sad at the amount of crap I have amassed over the years. Uh, I found VHS copies of uh, G.I. Joe movies or G.I. Joe episodes um, they were the old school ones that were from uh, FHE Video, I believe it was. Oh my God, man! You were bringing like, it back. You remember? Okay, so you may not remember, but when they first come out at the video, when you, the VHS ones first come out, they were in those giant boxes, like those great big boxes. I've got one yeah. in the big box, the the big VHS uh, VHS box, and I've got one in just the standard VHS packaging. And then uh, I found my. Uh, my bootleg uh, G.I. Joe's, for the, the first two uh, series that they'd done. And then I found uh, my Star Wars Holiday Special. So get ready oh, when you come gosh. back up. Uh, I've got my VCR hooked up, my VCR DVD combo player hooked up, and we're going <laughs> to put ourselves through. So I guess, uh, what, June? Probably be the first time. <laughs> Well, would I come up? I'd come up. I know. Well, yeah, I know you babies, got the coming, babies, remember. How much longer we got? What's the countdown on that? March 13th is the due date. <clears throat> Gosh, man, it's coming yes, up it quick. Is. And that's it, right? No more kids after I'm these done. I'm out. No more. We're calling, we're calling it a day after that. So I'm reminded by you saying that you had to go find your VHS player. It's almost like going to the library and finding like an old school projector to like show like those little films. Yeah. The the microfiche. Like, you're talking about microfiche. Yeah, yeah. microfiche. <laughs> uh, but that's what I'm reminded of. That's hilarious though. You found. Oh, all I found that. all kinds of stuff. I, f- I had found um, back in the tape trading days through eBay. I had bought before you could get Transformers the. Gen 1 cartoon like on DVD or anything I had ordered from some bootlegger uh, VHS bootlegger not an actual bootlegger um, 
all the episodes of Transformers, uh, three different versions of the movie, and the Headmasters and Victory shows that come after that that were only released in Japan. I found wow. all that stuff, but it's uh, it's going the way of the trash can now. Man, talk about a bad boy. You think back in the 80s, like, what a bad boy would be, like some dude in leather, some dude driving a motorcycle, motorcycle whatever. But really, it's the guy that's sitting there flicking off the FBI every time that little thing would come up, like, don't record mm-hmm. this, it's illegal. And it's all sitting there like, ah, I'm recording all this. <laughs> yeah. Now that guy's probably dead, but whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. PHS tapes. That's, uh, that's oh, great. I've got, I've got two full boxes of, like, uh, I, when I went through, I had a I had like four boxes of just VHS tapes that I kept for some reason, even though I don't have a VHS, or I didn't have a VHS player at the time. But I, I'm a real bad pack rat when it comes to a lot of this stuff. So I did find a, a VHS copy of Back to the Future Part 2, but I kept it in the trash where it went well, off. Yeah, that's a good place for that one for sure. <laughs> but uh, I did find uh, a... Our original copy of uh, Swamp Thing. You remember the old <gasps> Swamp Thing? Yeah. I found, uh, of course, I had a, I had a bunch of stuff, but it was like old concert. Like I found a Tesla five-man acoustical jam VHS, and I was like, <laughs> well, don't guess I need this one anymore. And I, honestly, I don't know how many of them actually play anymore because they've been out. These had been stored out in a... Um, storage building and not inside so I don't know how good the VHS tape seems to last for quite a while but I've got all my um, uh, VHS I don't know why I keep saying VHS I got all my anime that I had bought through bootleggers at the uh, at all the different comic conventions we'd gone to and stuff and uh, all the anime VHS I had again I said it all the, I found my Evangelion collection of all the uh, the whole Evangelion series on VHS, a Street yeah. Fighter Two uh, collect uh, anime collection. I found the Fist of the North Star, uh, my Silent Mobius stuff. A lot. Of, there's a lot of good stuff. I wanted to bring it home, but I knew that Claire would kill me if I brought home a bunch of VHS tapes. <laughs> so we're about to have we're about to have a bunch of babies, and you're bringing home some VHS tapes. So I. I Okay, I I am actually uh, in the process of I'm about to whittle down my my Blu-ray collection. I've already got rid of most of my DVDs, but I'm about to uh, pack up all of my Blu-rays that I have digital versions of as well and put them yeah. away because you know how I am about my Blu-rays and having my physical copies and stuff. But yeah, I'm, finally starting, I'm finally starting to break that habit somewhat. So. It's hard to though after you know years and years of just collecting all this stuff. I have still have a hard time when I go up there and sell my comic books and I can't do anything with them. I mean, I need to go through them and stuff, but you know, what 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 do you do with like seventy boxes of comic books? Dude, I need a comic book box just for the yeah, new comics yeah, that got. It. Did you? God, man, I've not. No, I didn't go last week. I didn't go this week. I'm, I'm coming. Just, to, there wasn't a lot last week, so I'm just waiting. Uh, for Friday yeah, to we'll come be around, cookable, payday. We'll so. Cookville Friday actually. Um, the entire county of uh, is sick, so they've uh, called school off for the next two days. 
Oh, Jamestown got that coronavirus yeah. too. And uh, <laughs> my <laughs> notice, I just kind of try to roll with it, but, but uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, uh, why not? We our boss was nice enough to let us have off Friday. We have to work tomorrow, but for me, that ain't that big a deal. I mean, I just go in and work on computers and stuff like that, so it's not that bad. But uh, we're gonna come up Friday as well, so. Uh, I'm gonna grab mine. You should let me know so I can see you guys, so I can give you Ella Kate's gift. Well, I'll yell at you. She'll be with us. Let me just call you before we go over there. Yeah, you might okay. as well. So, so because we'll be up there most of the day, so we'll just get together. Well, let me know. I get, well, if y'all want to, we get lunch. Yeah. If you want to, we can just go to the Golden Corral and eat feast like we'll, kings. We'll see. My wife usually turns her nose to Golden <laughs> Corral. And then crap everywhere because that's usually what happens. As long as you don't cover the, the rolls and uh, the chocolate fondue fountain or anything like that or the chicken, <laughs> we're good. So. <laughs> uh, pardon me, ma'am. I'm put, I'm chocolating this chicken. Thank you. <laughs> Clay, listen. Uh, we were talking the other night, and uh, I was what was I? I was watching Picard. I think it was, which I'll talk about Engage. here in a few minutes. And you were number one. You were uh, playing Tekken Seven, I believe it was. And <laughs> you told me to remind <laughs> you uh, about this uh, experience you have with Tekken Seven, which I know what it is because I had the same thing. But I know you want to air some of this on the podcast this week. It's ridiculous. All right, so the story mode again. We need we need a separate episode to talk about video games and their histories, their stories, whatever, because it's ridiculous. Is way over the top. <laughs> I mean, it goes some places. I'm just like, what is going on? Anyway. Seriously, I'm constantly singing Cats in the Cradle and the Silver Spoon. That's exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, but no, I was fighting um, Kazuya's mom. Jazuma, uh, Jazumi, or something like that. Kazuya? And that Kazumi. fight... Kazumi. Kazumi, sorry. Uh, that fight against her when you're playing as Hayashi uh-huh. is ridiculous. First of all, I hate Hayashi. I hate using him. Never been a fan of his moveset. And it was just cheap. I probably got beat 15 times. And I'm sitting there yelling. My dog is like, I ain't dealing with this. She went and hid in her cage. She got away from me. She's just like, no. He's mad about something. I'm, I'm still and not sure how I ended up beating her. Honestly, like, it's cheap. It's not even fun. And there's nothing fun about continuously having to, you know, you, you beat the person and and then you have to fight them again, like in a fighting mm-hmm. game. That's, well, the thing is, you have to fight them again and you your life meter is depleted still. It doesn't right. fill back up. It's like, what's going on well, here? Like- and then she goes in there and it's just even harder. It just punishes you. And the entire time her health is yes. increasing. So you have to be like crazy offensive on her and just go and it's like, it's just it's like every other move that she has almost is unblo- unblockable. Like like oh. that uh, the the air strike when she got she's got where she does that flip thing and comes back at you, and the only way you yeah. can stop it is to time it and sidestep it just right. But mm-hmm. the D pad on the standard Xbox One controller is garbage. And yeah. you can't do that hardly, and like you can't. I can't. I tried to use the analog to do that stuff. I can pull the moves fine, but like trying to do the sidestep and walk around and stuff, 
I can't. I could not. Could not get it to pull right with the analog stick, and it was just driving me absolutely bonkers. And I was also having issues with the final fight oh, where you're playing as Hayashi and you're going up against Kazuya, Kazuya, Devil Kazuya, and then like, even more powerful you got, Devil you fight Kazuya, Kazuya and then you fight fifty-fifty Devil Kazuya, like half half Kazuya and half Devil, and then like final form Devil. Full devil, yeah, whatever. That's dumb. I get it. They're, you know, this is a climactic finish to it. Something that's been going on for what twenty years between father Mm -hmm. and son. But I felt worn down by the time I beat it. I was just like, whatever, and I just quit and deleted it off the hard drive. Yeah, I got whatever achievements I wanted. You know, I'm achievement whore. Did you? uh, Achievements have ruined me in video games. Did you beat all the side stories? Uh, I've got the I've got I did most of them I did at least ten right. to get that achievement and then I said screw I you to... I did I did the same thing with Tekken yeah. Six by the way got everything I needed finally finally beat the hard stage I've been having a hard time with I said screw you I went fool me once fool me twice fool me twenty other times for the past twenty years I'm not doing I went through because Tekken one two and three um, I devoted like huge chunks of my life to at that time each one. Because I just loved them. They were so different from like Street Fighter and all that stuff. But like I and I always loved the cinemas or, or the you know the the endings and all that stuff because yeah. they were funny. And I was cheesy yeah, over and, the top. But like I don't guess we played we played four I think and wasn't five the one that we like you bought or maybe we rented it and we played it like one time and then never touched it again. Maybe that was. Yeah, it was either four or five, but I had never touched six. And then, so this one, I was excited. I was like, okay, so we got these little side stories, and it's only a one, it's it, it's one match, and then you get some kind of story. And I was totally let down by just about every one of those little uh, endings, because normally they're really funny or something. I mean, some of them were good. The Harang one was kind of neat, because it shows how he got his eye patch. And yeah. uh, Paul, or the... The Forest one was pretty good, and the Paul Phoenix one, I think. But most of them were just, I was just like, okay, whatever. So, but um, so here's my next question: Can you tell me what exactly happened story-wise? Sure. I mean, the things that triggered from Tekken Six, Tekken Six. Uh, so that Jin okay. Kazuma. So it makes sense. Let me put it that way. Because I wanted yeah, to say he, he starts a war. He starts I had a war no idea much. about that because I haven't played six. So, well, I don't know why the hell they've got a thing called a Tekken Force. Tekken's supposed to be the king of fighter tournament, right. whatever. I do like it though. And now they got a fighting force. I do like force? it though that every time they need to like world domination or something, they do a uh, king of the iron fist tournament, tournament every time. So, makes no sense to me. So, the world's ending. There's famine. Let's let's you know. My mom's got cancer. Let's fight. Let's just do a King of the Fighters. That, that story is just like it's something else for sure. No, well, we're gonna do. Yeah, we're gonna read up about it, Jason. We're gonna start with the first two or three, and then we'll do like the next four after that. So it's yeah. uh, it's something else. But you know, speaking of fighting, uh, last night we uh, sat down and played some Overcooked 2 for the first time in, uh, what's well, been a week or so, I guess, when we've all been able to get together, because you can't play that game with just, like, 
two or three players. Nope. Had to have four. And that's probably the hardest right. I've laughed in a long time while playing a game. Screaming, where's the, where's the damn where's the meat? Where's the damn meat? Throw me the cheese. Where's Throw the me the cheese. <laughs> Throw the cheese. I don't know what you stopped throwing. That cheeseburger one at the end was the best one. We had a pretty good time. But I'm it's about to kill Brandon because <laughs> he kept throwing everything off the damn side of the stage. Yeah. Stop it, Brandon. Uh, Stop I it. I said last time we talked about it, but, like, if you've got four friends and want something that uh, is just a blast to play, that's the... If you want something that's going to test your friendship, I don't think it tests it, play but it sure game. does, uh, like, put you on edge at the, in that moment. Uh, trying to get that stuff, but we, I mean, we three started. Did we? We didn't three star the cheeseburger one. The final one we did. No, we didn't do the cheeseburger one. But we would have. But the whole stage rotates, and so we uh, all got stuck on that low end, and nobody could bake anything, so it kind of threw us off. <laughs> so that's the way it goes. Uh, anything else been happening, Clay? Um. Got back from South Carolina. That went well. Um, I need to get that book for the podcast that we're going to do, our secret podcast. I've got to go buy it because I can't find it. Really? And I'm going to start reading it and start taking notes. And then uh, I'll talk to you about it. Whatever. This one that I hold in my hand? The one that you hold in your hand. This one. I've got the, uh, I've got the this others. one. Wow! But personally, I think we should start with this one. No, but I I can study up because I have this old one. Yes, and I have. I like that we're doing this because no one knows. I have exactly this old one about. as well. Uh, I've got those. Yeah. What's this one? Oh look, here's the new one, quote unquote. <laughs> the new. The new new. So. But yeah, and then once we start taking notes, and if we can get that third I person think, to join I think they are, they are going to, by the way. They asked me about it the other day. So. Well, I've got it's a lot just, more time here. Uh, I, think. I don't, and it's just trying to work out schedules and stuff. But we'll talk about that later because nobody wants to. S- to listen to us, if anybody's even listening, exactly. Talk about a secret. Uh, podcast. I think. I think about sixty-four days the no smoke cigarettes. Not bad. I'm doing good. No, not bad at all. Doing good. Um, what's I gonna tell you? You know, it's gonna pop up, man. Ramley. So, what, what have you been into? Uh let's see. Well, I went last weekend. Like I said, uh, my buddy had not watched uh, Rise of Skywalker yet. And I've only seen it one time, and I wanted to watch it again. I've been wanting to watch it again, so I was like, well, let's go. So we headed over to watch it. And um, I come away after that feeling the same way I did before. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Right. I did like the – I do like the ending. Well, that last scene – well, okay – that whole last act where she's fighting Palpatine, her and Ben, and so on and so forth. I know we've talked about it a ton, but um, I did like that. I liked uh, the very ending where she has her own lightsaber and stuff. I liked the the action scenes were great in it and stuff. Uh, again, as I said before, my biggest problems are with all the retconning and some of the pacing issues and just some of those choices and so on and so forth. So 
He loved it. I did find it funny. He um, he was talking about Finn on what we were talking about Finn and Ray on the way back, and he's like, I can't believe he didn't tell her that he loved her. And I was like, Wait a minute, wait a minute. What are you talking about? Are you talking about where he was trying to tell her something the whole time? He's like, Yeah, he's going to tell her he loved her. I was like, No, 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 no. He's force sensitive. And then so we went and had that whole big, you know. Uh, talk and he's like oh okay that makes more sense so uh, but uh, watch that and then we decided to watch 1917 as well how long is that movie uh, honestly I don't know um, it was a quick intense uh, hold on I'll look and see it's not like it's not like a three hour epic or anything like that uh, let's see if I can find the runtime. But now last week, you... I'm not going to change my boat, and I still haven't seen Parasite. It's right at two hours. And it is okay. a tense two hours. Not tense. Well, it, it's nail-biting, so I guess it is tense. I, I, I sat there and had a grip on my water bottle the entire time. I was on the edge of my seat. There was one time where I... Uh, audibly shrieked a little bit, I guess you'd say. Um, it's pretty amazing how he does the one cut. It's, obviously, he doesn't do actually just the entire thing in one take, but the way they cut that together is pretty amazing because you and I both worked at the theater. We, you know, after setting and putting together movies and just watching enough movies, you can tell even if it's supposed to be a single take when they're, you know, when they've done a cutaway or, the, you know, you know what I'm saying? But in this, right. I, I, I promise you I could not tell when any of the cuts were. It looks like one continuous take for two hours. I'm thinking of a movie that did something similar when we worked at the old theater. Uh, old theater. It was what? Atonement. Mm. I think the opening shot for that was incredible. Well, I don't listen, know who directed it. Tony, this is—I'm uh, not going to take back my best picture. Um, I was going to say I've yeah, got that. Got as my best, your picture, best picture, and I've got uh, *Parasite*. I'm going to try to watch *Parasite* yeah. this weekend. Actually, *Atonement* is a drama romance from 2007. Clay, I wasn't at the theater then, so I don't know if that's what you're thinking of. Uh, it's got Karen Knightley um, in it. Um, I believe so. Yes. Yeah, that's after I left the theater. So, but um, nineteen seventeen, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna leave my vote the same. But right now, this would be my best picture choice. It's a great movie from start to finish. Um, it's got some tense scenes. Uh, it's not really action heavy. But, like, just the story and what uh, these guys have to go through and stuff is pretty uh, pretty freaking awesome. So, if you get yeah. a chance, I would go check it out. Um, and then, other than that, um, I mentioned it earlier. Uh, I did get to watch, finally sit down and watch the first episode of Picard. Um not going to go into a lot of detail, and I will be up front and say I have watched a lot of Star Trek: The Next Generation, and of course I've seen all the next the uh, Next Generation movies, but I have never 
watched all of the series completely through. Uh, I used to love watching it, but it was before I had uh, cable back in the day. What it came out in '87, I think. Was that when the first episode? It came out in '87. I don't know. I just, Dang. For some reason, that number stuck in my head. I'm checking it right now. Let's see. Um, but anyway, uh, Picard is really cool, and you know the and I had read people said that they couldn't believe that it uh, made them want to go back and watch Nemesis. And it does. Because Nemesis was the one that was set the farthest in the timeline before the show, right? The, yes. Pretty now sure this it was, spins yeah. out of, uh, kind of spins out of J.J. Abrams' Kelvin Universe stuff. Um, there's a lot to do with the, you know, with the, the Romulan, uh, what is it, home planet blowing up and all that stuff. Um, right, that's what started the split. Yes, and this kind of plays. It, it well, it doesn't kind of. Uh, a lot of what happens in here comes from that. Yes, uh, Star Trek: The Generation, Next Generation, first. Uh, it started in '87, so I was right. I can't believe that. I got so much random knowledge, just like stupid stuff that nobody needs. Claire's always like, "How do you know that?" I'm like, "I don't know. I just file that stuff away for some reason." <laughs> I mean, in case I'm on a I TV think a lot show. of it, honestly, this sidetrack a little bit. A lot of it has to do with just uh, being from a uh, divorced home and just yeah. growing up and like uh, immersing in like movies and stuff. That was kind of my gate, uh, you know, my getaway thing at the time. Yeah. So uh, I just like would dive into movies and books and so on and so forth and read anything and just devour whatever I could when it comes to that stuff. Uh, so, yeah, you know. my dad like my dad really loved science fiction, Star Trek, Star Wars. So he got me on all that stuff. James Bond. So you know my family, and there's nobody in my <laughs> my family <laughs> other than me that would even be interested. But anyway, and I think people in your family have a better chance I'm, of reciting episodes of which I, I, than Star Trek. And actually, I can too on that one. But uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, and that's not saying nothing bad. I mean, you know, I love. I love my dad to death and uh, so on and so forth. But anyway, back to this. Uh, Clay, check it out. Uh, I know you have uh, access to CBS All Access. So yeah, I would like you to watch that and maybe we could talk about it. And um, we had talked about doing a Star Trek-centric episode this week, but things kind of went uh, sideways for both of us throughout the week, and we just never had time to sit down and really map out what we wanted to talk about on the Star Trek front because there's a lot to talk about. I mean, you could, when you think about it, Clay, you could break it up into, like, separate, you know, you could do Star Trek, the original, Star Trek, Next Generation, blah, 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 and all that stuff. So oh, yeah. uh, you could just talk about the movies, uh, that kind of thing. So we'll probably come back and visit it because I feel like uh, this is almost a Star Wars-centric, a Star Wars and X-Men-centric, even though we've not talked about the X-Men that much here lately. Um podcast, but uh, check that out, uh, and while I was on CBS All Access, I checked out Discovery, Star Trek Discovery, because I heard it was uh, really good, and it, it's, man, it's it, it goes some places too, it's really good, I'd be interested to hear what uh, some of the uh, listeners out there think of it, uh, I'm only, I think I'm on, about to start episode six right now in the first season, but I watched four episodes in the first the first night, so if that tells you anything. Dang. 
So sometimes when it comes to this stuff, I just kind of devour it. I mean, I'm the same way like with Stranger Things and stuff. Uh, of course, I finished that whole thing in a day, if that tells you anything. But anyway. Uh, I will tell you a very good show that I've watched and I totally forgot was coming back out. And that was The New Pope. That's the one with uh, you watch Jude Law. The well, first, the first okay, one has so, Jude Law. The first so, one is the young. So Pope. this is a continuation of that. Am I right? Yes. Uh, okay. Right. After things that happened in the first season, don't really want to say right. it because in case I you want to try to watch I've it, I actually wanted to try to watch it, but it is an excellent, so is, is excellent Jude, show. It's over is the Jude top. Law in the second one. Okay. Yes. Okay, just checking because I had saw uh, when I was flipping through HBO the other day. Uh, I had saw the Young Pope, and then I saw what's the name of the new one? I'm sorry. Uh, the Outsider. No, no, no. The 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 sequel, the the Pope. Oh, it's the, the new, new pope. pope. So the first one's the Young Pope, and this okay. one's the new and Pope. I was like, the Young Pope, gotcha. new Pope. A peep and a poop. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm, that's my Italian. I'm, there's so much. I'm, like there's just stuff popping up all the time to watch anymore. It's just hard to keep up with everything. So, uh, Clay, I do want to make everybody aware. Uh, on Amazon Prime right now, you can get uh, not the Knights of the Old Republic om- omnibus from the Dark Ho- Dark Dark Horse Dark Horse Dark Horse uh, run, and you can get the entire. You remember the Crimson Empire stuff? You oh, can yeah. get Crimson Empire 1, 2, and 3, and uh, a whole bunch of supplemental stuff in there, too, uh, on Amazon Prime right now, under Prime Reading. So, yeah, awesome. I started reading Crimson Empire the other day because I haven't read it in so long. But uh, Sorry, hold on here, Jason. I'm trying to get rearranged. My dogs have decided to move my cell phone around that I had set up so I could see you, and now they're trying to get under covers. Go! Go! Alright, sorry about that So The last thing I want to talk about I haven't talked Any wrestling In a long time Now Sunday uh, Which I guess would be a little remiss if we didn't Mention uh, Kobe Bryant Passing which is a sad sad Deal Uh, I'll not a big NBA fan in the first place, but uh, Kobe Bryant was pretty amazing, and he was, uh, you know, it's just hard to believe that that happened. Um, I still have a, a hard time uh, dealing with the fact that, I mean, he did get busted yes. for, for raping that chick in Colorado, yes. and that just, it's just weird how people want to forget things. But I get it, though. I mean, he was also a father yeah. Yeah. And, a, and a husband. And I'm not taking away. It, it's, it really sickens me, though, in, in the day of social media, how like you're getting all these news reports from people saying about talking about Kobe Bryant's wife and how she's grieving. It's like leave mm-hmm. her alone. Well, you know. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that part up because it had happened on the day of my favorite WWE pay-per-view ever, the Royal Rumble. Now, I'm gonna try not to spend too much time on this because I'm sure. There's not many of our listeners that care about the Royal Rumble as much as I do. Royal Rumble is probably my favorite pay-per-view of the year. Um, it's the lead-in to WrestleMania. This is where they set up all their storylines uh, to go into WrestleMania with. And 
it's just a great pay-per-view. I've always loved the 30-man battle royal. Every, the different person comes in every 90 seconds. Uh, the last few years, uh, two years ago, they added a women's Royal Rumble as well. Um, I'm not going to touch on all the matches. Uh, I will say that if you've not, if you do like wrestling, or if you're interested to see something crazy, you need to check out Bray Wyatt's The Fiend because uh, it's wild. He had a, the, him and Daniel Bryan had a good match. Uh, the Women's Royal Rumble was really good. Beth Phoenix. <coughs> Um, she cut the back of her head open and was, uh, I thought she was going to pass out from blood loss, but she kept going. Incredibly tough performance. But then, what I want to touch on is the men's Royal Rumble, because I've never been so mad at the first half of a Rumble in my life. Uh, Brock, Brock Lesnar come out, number one, and he eliminated the first 13 people. It was the worst, most boring thing I've ever set through in my life. Wow. Like, I mean, you know, it's just like, it, it felt like a total waste of money. But then the last half of it, the the bottom 15 was uh, probably the most on edge I've been in the last three years. So I have to give them uh, credit for turning it around because I was ready to, well, I only got a free month, so I can't really cancel my subscription. But if I could have, I would have. I was so mad because that's not what I come to watch the Royal Rumble for. I could care less about Brock Lesnar. And I know what they were trying to do story-wise and stuff. But, like, and they set it up. I mean, Drew McIntyre is the guy who won. And he's the guy who put out Brock Lesnar. And he's going to face him at WrestleMania. So they set the whole story up. I will say probably the loudest pop I've heard in a long time, and I don't watch that much wrestling anymore, but uh, Edge come back this week. Good old Edge. Come back from uh, triple fusion neck surgery. Uh, had had, Whoa, had retired wow. nine years ago, and uh, it's the same thing that Steve Austin had, if I remember right, Stone Cold. Uh, and it pretty much it was a career-ending thing. But he's fought back, and uh, he'd been denied it all week, and or well, actually for months. And then when he come out, of course the crowd lost it. But then the uh, so when he comes out, he goes to the ring, and you know you remember one of his big moves was always the spear. Yeah. So he goes to the ring. First thing he does is uh, spear uh, Dolph Ziggler, but instead of the WWE cameras being on uh, Edge when he does this, they were on the crowd, so you miss like his return spear and everything. So oh, Dolph wow. Ziggler was like on Twitter. Uh, he wasn't really berating at WWE, but he was telling me, you know, when somebody comes back like that, you want to see it instead of, you know, the crowd reaction. So they uh, they released all that footage. And that's all I'm going to say about the Royal Rumble, Clay. Well, I'm glad you had a good time watching it. Hey, you know that. me. I mean, I do love my wrestling, even though I don't watch it nearly as much. I've almost, they've about turned me off to it. But every year, at the end of January, you can count on me coming back. And then just, pardon my French, one of the best, bitching about one of the best Royal Rumbles. Rumble. Go ahead. Just, I said it, just me complaining about the Royal Rumble and how terrible it was and how I can't believe I let them bring me back. So... What was you about to say, though? One of the best... I was going to say one of the best ones I watched was Steve Austin. One. Uh, 
That was great. He won three of them. He's the only person to ever win three. Did he? Oh, his first time. Yes. First time. San Antonio. That was a good one. Yep. So, uh, but that's it for me, Clay, uh, pretty much for this week. Anything else that you want to bring up? I had one of those good weeks at work. I mean, I know we're at the midway, but, man, after getting behind in work because of being at a convention, or not a convention, conference, uh, I mean, I just was determined. I kicked some butt, man. So, yeah, it's all good this week. I'm proud of you, by the way. Hey, appreciate it. Thank you. I uh, can't really say nothing about my job other than I replaced a screen on a Chromebook for some snot, snotty nice. kid who, uh, you know, just broke it because they could. So He doesn't deserve you, Jason. Dude, I remember when I was a kid, and if I had had a – if somebody had given me a Chromebook or a laptop or whatever to use at school – I would have treated it like gold, but in today's age, the kids take them and they beat each other with them, and they just throw them around and just don't know how to track. If, if I had done that and my dad found out, I would have been beat into next week. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. like it's such a different age now. But uh, actually, Clay, I meant to tell you this. Cool bit of news on my work front. Um, we're about to start. Um, we're looking into esports. Esports. <laughs> James Town going to host their no, own no, esports no. league? Through the high school and through the elementary school. High school, you can get a scholarship. There's scholarship opportunities through esports now and so on and so forth. I was born in the wrong timeline. Huh? I was born in the wrong timeline. So I thought it was neat. You know, I thought it'd be neat. Do you think I could sign up for elementary school and, and get a. a and get on as their number one guy there and still get my butt kicked by a kid at Fortnite oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, but we won't be playing Fortnite. Uh, so. Well, we have to uh, Just in this, in today's uh, climate, uh, we thought it would be better to stay away from first-person shooters, which I agree with. I mean, you know, um, I don't have a problem with them and so on and so forth, but, like, you know, if something was to happen then we get blamed for exposing these kids to these games and so on and so forth. So, uh, you know, games like uh, Rocket League is one that's real big. Um, Hearthstone is another one that's real big. Satan's Pity. I really like that game. That's a whole lot of fun. Kids are going to love that one. What? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> People could just see the way you just looked at me. That's that was great. Yeah. All right, please move on. Thank you. Yeah. I thought it was neat, but whatever. <laughs> Fun for the whole family. Whatever. <laughs> I may just cut this uh, podcast right now. Yeah, cut, cut the music. So, uh, but anyway, uh, moving on from there. Um, when I sat down, I was like, well, there ain't much news this week, so I just kind of started looking and I ended up pulling all kinds of uh, stuff and we'll just kind of touch on them go from there uh, first up Clay this is from Polygon uh, this uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 beta kicks off on Xbox One in February uh, you 
Which fantasy star did we try to play so many times, but we didn't have the, a what a memory card? The original, the first fantasy star online on the Dreamcast, if I remember right. It was the Dreamcast we played, mm-hmm. didn't we? I thought it was on the GameCube. No, maybe it was GameCube. It was on a GameCube. Um, I think it was. Yeah, it was. It was. But we couldn't save, so we would always. There was something just, weird. No, we fine. couldn't get online mm-hmm. with it. So we kept running the That's same it. loop all the time. Yeah. Oh, God. We made the but, most of um, it. So it's coming stateside, and if you have an Xbox, you can sign up for the closed beta right now, which is running next weekend. Uh, you need to go to the Insiders Hub, and you can sign up through it. I did sign up. Clay, did you sign up? I did not. Yeah, I need to, though. do that. Uh, I know Jesse did um, the other day as well. Um, it's going to start on the 7th, and it'll run through Sunday. Uh, it will feature fully localized English language text and voices, and players who participate in the beta will have their progress carry over onto the full game, uh, which is pretty neat that they are actually doing that. Uh, it's supposed to come out yeah. this spring sometime. Um, they have a couple different things that you can do. Uh, it looks like you can different scenarios uh, one, two three four is this going to be a free to play game? I think so it doesn't say here is it exclusive on the Xbox for I think it um, I don't know if it's exclusive but I know that's where they've done all their I'm assuming that Phil Spencer went and talked to them because they've been pushing uh, all the advertising stuff has been tied in with Xbox, so you know, they they debuted it on the Xbox at E3 last year. So, uh, we'll see. Pretty excited about that one. And Yeah, I need to download it. I, I will definitely give it a shot, uh, though. <coughs> Excuse me. I get all choked up when we talk anymore. Uh, Clay, I'll just put this in here because I thought it was funny. Uh, the first Atari-themed hotel is coming to Phoenix with more on the way. Uh, this is from IGN. What's up with that anyway? Uh, I don't know, but if it's coming to Phoenix, we're going to have to get Glenn to get a field trip up and go over there and check that out for us. He could be our correspondent. We just need to raise some money to pay for our West, our He could be our there. West Coast correspondent. Yes, he Glenn. could, and we need to make sure we get him a uh, raise enough money so he can use the corporate credit card and uh, use it, you know, of course, to pay for gas, food, stuff like that. So, well, we need to find a corporation that will sponsor us first of all. So, <laughs> Red Links from Nowhere, sponsored by Tampax. All right, <laughs> for a bloody good time. Yeah. What? I'm gonna have to. Edit. Man, I got all the I got all the crappy jokes. I'm gonna have to like edit this entire podcast out. It's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be. There's nothing wrong with what I just said. Just one long beep. What's gonna be? I mean, what's gonna be the most random thing they could sponsor us? It would be Tampax. So. Um, I'm trying to look and see. They plan to combine a hotel with video game experiences. Atari is promising a unique lodging experience, combining the iconic brand with one-of-a-kind video game 
with a one-of-a-kind video game-themed destination. Uh, plans include the latest VR and AR games, as well as state-of-the-art venues and studios to accommodate esports events. So, interesting. Are they going to have a, an attraction called ET the Ride, where it's just like the game you just continue to fall through the floor? Do you remember that game? How terrible it yes. was! And you would just fall through the floor. That's all you did. It was like the worst game of all time, besides Superman uh, for Nintendo 64. But yeah, terrible. What are you? What are you doing? So, You're just looking down. Um, sorry. <laughs> okay, I got you. Now I'm looking to see if there's anything else worth mentioning on here. Um, Atari is like, I don't know. It's they're weird. Isn't even iconic anymore? I mean, they're a weird company anymore. Uh, they do all like they did the speaker hat race recently, uh, baseball cap with a built-in Bluetooth speaker. Um, okay. Uh, Thanks. I never knew I needed it's, that. Uh, it's odd. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I just find this kind of. I don't know. Would you be interested in staying in an Atari-themed hotel? No. I mean, there's nothing that really cries out. When I heard the news about it, it was more like flabbergasted. Like, why? So there will be additional hotels uh, in Las Vegas. Well, they're being planned. In Las Vegas, Denver, Chicago, Austin, Seattle, San Francisco, and San Jose. So, uh, it says the first hotel in Arizona will take 18 to 24 months to complete and will be located near Central and Roosevelt in Phoenix. All right, so we're going to have to get up with our West Coast reporter and figure out how we're going to work this uh, logistic-wise, and I'll, we'll need a full rundown of everything that's happening with this hotel. <laughs> so Glenn, be ready. We'll, we'll get together and figure out exactly how we want to do this. I can see it now. Glenn's like, hey, guys, you got my corporate credit card? We're like, here's your corporate credit card. He's like, wait, this is not a credit card. I'm like, sure it is. American Express. I'm like, no, it's McDonald's. It's a gift card. It's like $10 on it. And I checked it. It's only 25 cents. Yeah, but still, it's our, just, it's our corporate just credit card. Just keep trying. It'll go through. <laughs> Clay, why are you talking like you're a reporter from the 1920s? I don't know. It's just how it is. Ah. So, from there, uh, have you uh, noticed the whole reboot trend that's been happening movie-wise lately? I know, yeah, Hollywood's out I know that Disney just announced, of all things, a Bambi uh, live-action reboot. I don't, I don't even know. Like, uh, you know me, I'm a huge Disney fan, as is the rest of my family, but I have no want to even see that. Of course, my daughter went nuts when she found out. But anyway, uh, you remember that movie, Anaconda? Would you yeah. be interested in watching a, re no, a, a reboot of it? No. There's no J-Lo. Did you ever see uh -huh. the, no, thank you. the movie The Meg, the one with Jason Statham about the giant shark? Uh, no. It's actually a pretty fun movie. I mean, it's nothing like, you know... It, make you think or anything, but it's actually a pretty fun little movie. Uh, they said they want to do it in the uh, style of that. Um, 
I don't don't really know why. Uh, I never liked the first one. Yeah. Uh, I just never cared for me. Huh. I did not know there was a 2015 crossover with Lake Placid. What? <laughs> so, when we watch the Star Wars Holiday Special, we'll follow that up with Lake, Pl- Lake Placid versus Anaconda. Huh. I did not know that. Yeah. But, uh... I don't know how to feel about I never that. Ca- but I really never did care for it, um, at all. Yeah. Um, I just put this on here because you keep seeing all these movies being rebooted and stuff and so on and so forth. Um, I would like to watch the first Lake Placid again. That's a good movie. I always have a good time with that. Much better movie than this one, in my opinion. Uh, the Anaconda. Yeah. So, um... There's that. I just want to throw that out there. Like I said, this whole reboot trend is anno- annoying as I'll get out. And then from the, well, I mean, ahead. it sucks because, I mean, they're buying up everything. Hollywood is to, I mean, like I said, they're, just, they're out of ideas. And so they're looking for anything, anything to gold mine. Mm-hmm. So. So we'll say, uh, and speaking of reboots, I got another one for you. Uh, this one I'm a little more excited about because uh, it involves the Transformers. Um, apparently there's new Transformers movies in the works with Zodiac and Army of the Dead Riders. Um, so no Michael Bay, which is a good thing. Um, I really think, did you ever watch the Bumblebee movie? Nope. Um, it felt more like a Generation 1 Transformers movie than any of the other ones did. Uh, and I would be uh, pretty excited about that. Uh, you know, it was set in the 80s and had Bumblebee in his actual beetle form and all that stuff. Um, what do you think, Clay? Did you like, like the Transform- any of the Transformers movies, the new ones? Oh, man. I mean, Michael Bay's only good for one thing, and that's like explosions mm-hmm. and Bad Boys 1 and 2. Yeah. Oh, wait, I heard the third one's not really that uh, good. Well, it's doing great at the box office, so I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, um, I don't know. If uh, you give me... Movies, I think I'm kind of... Well, scared. that's because they, in my opinion, handled the entire franchise wrong with the first ones. I thought right. that they kind of... With the first Transformers, I, I know it's not a good movie, but it it hit that nostalgia nerve right for me at times. Like, you know, they took a, lifted a lot of lines directly from the movie and stuff. Um, you know, the one she'll stand, one she'll fall stuff with the matrix yeah. and all that. And it really hit that nostalgia nerve for me. But then from there, it was just all downhill. So I think if you can go back and maybe build off what they did with Bumblebee and give me transformers that look like the transformers that I, I know, and grew up with, I think I would be on board for it. Of course, you know, you got to have a story. You can't just have them, so we'll see. Yeah, I agree. I thought the Transformer design was just weird. And it got worse as, the, as as they went on, you know, like yeah. when they brought in Grimlock and all that stuff, and it just looked like... Me, Grimlock! Well, it wasn't even... It was just trash. So, I don't know. Grimlock didn't even talk, though, right? In the... No, in the cartoon or in the in the cartoon? In the cartoon yes, yeah. I was about to say you're talking about in the the 
whichever movie it was, I can't remember now. Uh, no, I don't think he did. I don't remember. So uh, I think it could be pretty cool. I just, again, I mean, growing up with the Gen 1 Transformers, it's I'm pretty picky as to what I watch and stuff. Uh, somebody did post on the Facebook page where they're talking that they may do a Beast Wars. It may, may tie into the Beast Wars stuff. Uh, I never did really watch that, but I know there's some people that swear by it and say it's better than... The original generation one stuff. So yeah, I never, I never got the the. Uh, I, don't, I never got the appeal was, of Beast Wars. See, I never was a fan of it. Beast Wars is the one that had the Ghost of Starscream and all that stuff in it. If I'm, I may be mixing up my timelines, but I never was either. Uh, I was always, I always thought that if it wasn't Gen One Transformers, then I don't want to watch it. So, which is kind of stupid, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, hopefully they can turn it around and not make terrible movies like they have. Man, that last one was just, ugh, it was a steaming pile. It's terrible. Uh, so let's move in. We've talked a little bit of Star Wars, but let's, uh, let's talk some more Star Wars because last week, uh, internet exploded when it was, uh, reported that the Obi-Wan series was on hold. Uh, but then Ewan McGregor got out at um, I can't remember what the award show was uh, this is from Hollywood Reporter but anyway he got out and said that uh, let me find the exact quote are you worried Clay while I'm finding this here we go I'm annoyed that it slid that we're still having this that we have these issues with Star Wars well Here's what he. It's just so here's annoying. his quote. I it didn't really. I mean, like I wasn't really bothered that much when they said that it was going to slide back, and then I was. Uh, I mean, you know, if they're pushing it back for it to be better, I have no problem with it. Uh, his quote is: "It just slid to next year. That's all. The scripts were really good. Now that Episode Nine came out and everyone at Lucasfilm has got more time to spend on the writing, they felt they wanted more time to write the episodes. Um, so it was supposed to start filming now, but uh, it's uh, going to start filming in January. It said it did not; it, they did not expect the re- release of the series would be delayed. So I don't have a problem. I think I mean I know where you're coming from. If they're if they're delaying it to make it right. better, sure. Right. But it just it just seems weird though. I mean, we'll, excuse me, but I guess the internet was alive with rumors though. Once you know it was initially yeah. announced that it was delayed, but if that's the reason, they just want to make it. As I'm good all as for it, can, it. sure. Yeah. But uh, and if you I mean you got him out here saying what he's saying, so. Uh, you know, if they want to tighten the scripts up, make them longer. I'd heard some talk that it was going to be cut down from six episodes to four, I believe. But, you know, how long are these? At that point, you might as well make it a movie. Well, you know? how long are the episodes going to be? Would I, you know, it would be nice if you got, like, say, hour and a half, hour and 20-minute episodes. That would be pretty sweet. But, I don't know, we'll see. I just, uh, it drives me nuts that people just lose their mind over little stuff like this. I mean, you know, it's not affecting the release date, at least not right now. Now what will happen is, now that we've talked about this and I've said that I'm not worried, uh, tomorrow there'll be a story (laughs) comes out that has been canceled and (laughs) Kathleen Kennedy's gone and 
uh, so on and so forth, and then I'm like, huh, maybe we should have waited a day to record. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so you're not working. I'm not. No, not at all. Good deal. Uh, next for the Star Wars, uh, I think this will excite you. I know it will. Our friend, uh, Mr. Josh Powell. Uh, Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic remake rumored to be in development at EA. What do you think? You excited? I'm excited. I love the original one. The thing is, though, I got all the way to the ending of the original and never beat it. I guess the last boss. I don't know what happened to me, but that was an incredible game. So though. it says the uh, latest rumor indicates that the new Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic pro- project is underway at EA. And it looks to integrate elements from the first two games in order to bring certain things in the current Star Wars canon. So apparently they're going to be working with both 1 and 2. I never played 2 at all. Did you ever play the second one? Yeah, I played a good amount of it. Um, I don't know if they're going to keep the combat as is, though, because, I mean, it it wasn't live action. So it was Mm turn-based. So... Um, but no, I loved it. That game was so much fun. Um, I think uh, you have to. I, I think this is going to happen. You're hearing a lot. You know, we talked a couple weeks ago about the um, next Star Wars movie being set. What was it 400 years in the past? 400 years before uh, A New Hope, and in the middle of the the uh, high of the Old Republic and the Jedi Order and all that stuff. So yeah. it kind of blends in with that whole thing. Well, they also kind of started as well the, the different types of Jedi mm-hmm. that you could yeah. be. You know, like what Mace Windu. I can't remember exactly what. I think a lot of that's can't or not canon any longer, anyway. So, but they had the different color lightsabers besides the purple, red. Excuse me, purple, uh, green, and blue. I think they had like yellow and mm-hmm. orange and some others. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was such a fun game. So I don't think I ever beat it. The first one. I never, like I said, I never played the second one. I played the first one a lot and never did finish it. Um, Bioware, I mean, I can't really say much about them right now because they're going through yeah. a lot as a company. And I think a lot of it's because of EA, to be honest. But well, I mean, when they're that, on it, man, they're on it because... Anthem just wasn't a good game. Oh, no. no. What a, just, what yeah. a mess up. Oh, gosh. But, um, you know, they killed it with the Mass Effect. Well, I don't know. Everybody still has their issues with Mass Three. Effect 3's mm-hmm. ending. But... Um, but yeah, it's it's God. Those were great. Those it used to be anything that Bioware gold, touched. Solid gold. gold. I mean, you had that run with uh, Mass Effect, Mass Effect Two, and then you had. Speaking um, of Mass Effect Two, is one of the best games I've played. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. I probably should have thrown that on our list last week, but it was one of the best games I ever played. That was so uh, enjoyable. Why can't? I, what's the fantasy based one that I've completely forgotten the name of? All of a sudden. Uh, Dragon Age. Yes, Dragon Age. You had Dragon Age 1, 2, and 3. Inquisition. Mm-hmm. So they just really dropped... You know, really, it's it started with Andromeda, and then it carried over into Man. Uh, Anthem. So I've got Andromeda, and I've played probably mm-hmm. half of it, and I've not gone back to it. It just was not the yeah. same. I, I don't know. Yeah, same goes. I mean, Anthem, I played like the played the first couple of missions or something like that and just never went back to it. I just never felt the urge to go back and do anything else. You're in a mech. Yeah. You should be having fun in a mech yeah. suit. So we're off subject, but speaking of which, uh, 
I don't think no, you weren't there that night. We uh, we booted back up Titanfall two and played the huh. uh, Frontier Defense stuff, you know, where you play against the computer. Uh, the co-op computer thing. Uh, yeah. And man, that game's so tight. It's such a good game. Ah, uh, that's another game I'm planning to go back in my catalog. Did you ever, did you ever like I said, play I'm... the campaign? Oh, uh, no. you need to do that. It's it's one of the best campaigns. So I had a really good time with that. But back on subject, uh, it looks like this Knights of the Old Republic remake is going to happen. Uh, they did. They already have made. Uh, let's see. Darth Revan, was he from the second one? Am I thinking right? Uh, I think he was from the first one, but yeah, he is He's canon, canon. Because that was one uh, yeah, the, the third. It was the third Revan Legion. So, we shall see. I'm pretty excited. I'd like to see how that looks and plays. And lastly, just a little bit here I want to throw in here. Uh, Colin Trevorrow. Uh, confirms that Bill of Fates leak is real. Uh, did you see this concept art that they have been uh, floating around? Uh, I never did take a glance. I, well, I mean, excuse me, I might have saw bits and pieces here and so, there, but I've not had a chance to sit down and look through it all. There's some cool stuff in here. Uh, there's one with uh, R2 that he's been injured and just so on and so forth. Uh, I thought that, that he had a nice uh, reply to somebody uh, it's, it shows Ray with her double her double bladed saber, <clears throat> but it's a it's a blue one. But anyway, um, somebody asked him after seeing this concept art with R two being hurt. He says, "I, along with every outspoken Star Wars fan, needs to know this: is the concept art that was released accurate, uh, or are those false? Like Kylo and Vader in the cave, or R two dying, etc. I really need an answer." LOL. And then he answered back, yes, this is from Bill of Fates, but I'd never kill R2. He just took a bad hit. Happens to all of us. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> well, the I'm more, glad I, see, the the more I see of where he was going with this, it, the more this feels like uh, the Star Wars movie that I wanted to see. This is where's the Colin Trevor now cut? Where's the Zack Snyder cut? That's well, you'll never uh, you'll never see a well. Where's the JJ <laughs> cut? You know, I mean, yeah. but you'll never. Of course, we'll never get to see a Colin one. I would like to read a. I think it'd be neat if they if they never will. It'll never happen. But like uh, his script or something, you know, just something to give you a better idea of what was going on in there and what was on his mind. Of course, that was just like we said before, a first draft. So. Who knows how much it would have changed in the end, but just reading that, man, that's it sounds like a good Star Wars movie. So I want to see R2 go on a date, damn it. Well, we'll never see what? him again, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, because it's that's over. The end. Thank you, Disney, for destroying everything we loved that's about it. Star Wars. And on that, that's it for the news. Uh, Clay, anything else you want to talk about? No, on that good. End, uh, like I said, we were going to talk some Star Trek this week. Uh, if you want to let us know what you would like for us to talk about in our little Star Trek discussion that I do plan on having, let us know. Um, I don't know if we want to like talk overall Star Wars or just maybe split them up, to, up into the movies and the TV shows and stuff. Although, you told me you have seen, you watched Deep Space Nine, right? I yeah, love Deep Space Nine. Love the Dominion. Never really watched Deep Space Nine. Uh, I, 
uh, or uh, Voyager for that matter. I remember when Enterprise premiered, I started to watch it, but I lost interest. Although I need to go back and watch it now because, uh, let's see, Seven of Nine, which one was she on? She Voyager. Was on Voyager. She's back in Picard. So maybe it's Voyager. I need yeah. to watch it. Well, I don't know. But anyway, um, or if we want to just talk about the movies because, uh, you know, I always have a good time talking about Star Wars movies because it's such an up and down franchise. So, you're talking about Star Trek? Well, Star, Star Wars, Wars is always on my mind, but yes, Star Trek. Thank you for correcting me. Uh, here lately, Star Wars has been up and down too, though, honestly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But uh, I don't know, Clay. We'll figure something out. Maybe we'll start with movies or something. Did you watch a. Did you, was you a fan of the original Star Trek? Yeah, I watched bits and pieces of it. I, mm-hmm. I liked it. I'm not like a huge fan. I mean, I, I really like. The next generation, Deep Space Nine, a lot more. Uh, right, hit right at the right age for you though, a bit too, didn't it? Right. Yeah. 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 And let's see. And like for me, I grew up. Uh, my, I talk about my parents not liking sci-fi and stuff, but my mom would watch Star Trek all the time, and we would rent the videos and stuff, the original. So, uh, there was that. But anyway. I don't know if you guys want us to talk about some Star Trek and what you'd like for us to talk about. Uh, you know, you can shoot us an email or you can post it in the comments for this week's episode. Um, and speaking of uh, emails, Clay, we do have some for this week. Uh, we got one hot off the press that was just sent to us from uh, Brandon Bradley. Uh wow. The uh, subject is uh, Papa Smurf with a question mark. I'm kind of afraid to read this, having not looked over it at all. So, oh my God. He says, since we've been playing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons with our good friend Jonathan Johnson, if your character had an intro song, what would it be? And since Clay was disappointed that I forgot to ask a question last time, what Smurf would you give... <laughs> what Smurf would you give the dirty to? I'm guessing Clay said Papa Smurf, so he can grab that beard. My podcast is devolving into just absolute nonsense. So I uh, I don't even know what to uh, say to that. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe he did cut himself and top this after a serious amount of blood loss. But anyway, uh, Clay, what would be your intro song for Ragu? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's not every day that I think of an I intro think it would song be for my D&D character. Maybe, well, you think of like uh, the Mario Brothers theme song or something, you know. What? Why would I just do because the he's Italian things. too. You're Italian, they're Italian, it just works out that way. Did you just say that I'm your character? Your ragu, unless he just has I, well, an ragu, Italian name. He just has uh, an Italian accent okay. for some weird reason. Randomly. I was just born this yeah. way. I was just a boy. Yeah, I was just, just Italian. Hey, people to poop on, man. I was just a bit of poop People to poop on this way. I don't know, man. You know, I, I really don't. I don't have an answer for that because that is the most ridiculous well, question. Are you sure it's more it's more ridiculous than uh, what Smurf would you give the dirty to? 
Um, exactly. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't even, I don't even want to yeah, get to that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Brandon, thank you for sending those, those questions. But, uh, yeah, I think you cut yourself way worse than what we originally thought on that saw. So, oh, but I will say, I think that my character, uh, my intro song would be probably a Rush song, I think. And I just happened to have uh, Rush's Fly By Night right here in front of me. You're such a nerd. The first one that come to mind, though, was um, maybe Bator and the Snow Dog or maybe Anthem. I don't know. I just feel like it would be a Rush song at the moment. I know Brandon's character would be Smash Mouth. Hey, you're an all-star. Whatever. Sometimes would either be uh, Aerosmith, Pink, or Jaded. Just depends on what kind of mood he's in, you know. I'm the one that jaded you. Jealous. He's at a tool concert right now as we speak in Nashville. Yeah, I'm Is jealous it? about that. So, uh, Claire, uh, Brandon, thank you for the email. Um, I hope you survive the saw cut, saw blade accident. I'm kind of worried about you after that one but please don't stop sending emails uh, I do enjoy the laughs that I get from them uh, the next one is from uh, said Josh Powell uh, he says uh, I have two questions this week <clears throat> have you guys ever listened to any vinyl record we get some strange emails this week Clay. have you guys ever listened to any vinyl records backwards to see if you could hear a secret message from Satan and then this, uh, well, let's just answer that one, and then we'll go on. No, but hell, Satan. I have not listened to a record backwards specifically to hear a secret message from Satan. But back in the day when, like Judas Priest and all them were uh, on trial for this whole this, this exact thing, we tried to play records backwards and destroyed them in the process so I mean <laughs> you might have heard something but like all we did was scratch records and ruin them so it's a number of but, the beast uh, his second question is um, what is your favorite natural disaster and why he has some choices for you earthquake tornado hurricane flood mudslide uh, epidemic uh, he says that one could argue this one I suppose and he also forgot to put tsunamis in there I was going to yeah. say tsunami, definitely number one, because watching film of a tsunami and watching the power of water mm-hmm. and waves is incredible. It's also just scary. Uh, I think mine is a tornado, and that's just because I've always been fascinated with them. Because you love the movie Twister as uh, well, right? I used to, but I watched it recently, and it's just not the same as it used to be. Uh, uh <laughs> Please be with us, Van Halen. Halen's human be- humans being does not hold up the way it used to. So <laughs> it's like the last uh, Sammy Hager, uh, Van Halen, the Van Hager. That's some of the last stuff they did together. Sammy Who? Hager. Who? I don't recognize Sammy Hager, Van Halen. So, I do. That's the first. That's the I first know. concert I went to was a Van Hager concert. First one I ever did. Of course you did. Uh, of course. But anyway, mine probably tornado. I think in the, on this one. 
Although you're right about tsunamis, uh, it's just amazing watching that stuff come in and just uh, destroy. Uh, that's it for Josh's. Uh, thank you, Josh. Please continue to write in. Uh, lastly, I bet you cannot guess who our last one is because I always save the best one for last. Probably Good Glenn. Call. Uh, Glenn, uh, talking D and D. Uh, I think we've uh, struck a nerve with people on our D&D talk last week. Uh, we're going to be playing again in a couple weeks. Or, yeah, a couple weeks, right, Clay? Well, uh, yeah. so we'll probably have some more stories of... I don't know, Clay, we need to think of something else to do besides the fastball special, although I'm still reeling from the whole I renounced my god and now I have to follow this butthead of a dragon, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to find a way out of this whole ordeal I put myself into. I hope. I hope so, so man. Uh, we'll see. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, Glenn says, what types of characters do you guys usually like to play? Races, classes, alignment, etc. Etc. Uh, Clay, go ahead and tell them what yours is, because I don't think we ever talked about it on here. I'm a halfling. Uh, what am I? I'm not a rogue. Uh, Hold I've on. I've got to go back and Actually, look at my sheet. Uh, yeah, my sheet. I think I have it here from when we... Yes. I will... Here you go. Clay is a rogue. His background is a thief. His name is Ragu. R-A-G-O-O. His uh, alignment is natural good. You're, he's 35 years old. He's three foot four, 47 pounds, with black eyes, <clears throat> tan skin, and red hair. And he's a sex machine. Well, yes. excuse me. It's alluded to that he's a sex machine from the DM. I've not really put anything yes, out because there. You did get kidnapped and... You're going. There's. I, I have a. I had to go see an I old have plane. A feeling I couldn't like make it that one way. That there's going to be like little halflings coming to play at some point or another. So. Oh please, man! I, listen, I ain't trying to play no game of love. Uh, as trying, as trying for me, uh, I went back and forth. Um, of course, uh, we both read the uh, Drizzt Dorden novels and the whole Forgotten Realms. So. Anytime I do like Dungeons and Dragons stuff, for some reason I always uh, lean towards Drow and so on and so forth just because of that. But I want to do something different this time, so I went with a paladin. Uh, I am dragonborn, um, lawful good. My name is uh, uh, what is my name? Norexis Inar Inari. Uh, I'm 35 years old, seven foot five, 275 pounds with green eyes, black scales. Um, but as I said before, my character uh, took a complete has done a complete U-turn, so I'm still dealing with the effects of my choices. Uh, which I may, like I said, it sounds like I'm down, but I'm not because um, it was a, uh, you know, that's just the game. It's the way it goes, and I like, and I'm really digging it so far. So we'll continue talking about our D&D uh, &D adventures. Uh, Clay, we've definitely got to think of something else besides the fastball special. We got to, we need to get together, and maybe Friday we'll get together and we'll think of something to just completely throw Jonathan off his game. So... Sure. We'll see. 
But uh, that's it for definitely that's it for emails this week, Clay. Uh, you got a recommendation for us? Man, watch the sec or the new Pope. If you haven't watched the Angel uh, Pope series, watch the Young Pope person. And Jude Law is great in. Yes, definitely need to check that out. But you know, I say that about every uh, thing that you uh, recommend. Recommend and because it's good. That, I was about to say I'm, good just, taste, I'm not just backing up your claims. I, it's actually stuff that I want to watch. But it's just finding time to watch all this stuff is uh, really hard to do. So we'll see uh, another one. At least maybe I'll do like his dark materials and check out one episode of it. Better than that. I need to, I, I need so, to catch up on that too. Like I said, I've been all over the place. That one. So. But um, as for me, uh, I've been uh, been touting it for a couple of weeks now. But uh, this Saturday is uh, Derek's show at Happy Trails in Sparta. Oh, it's yep. this Saturday? It's from 8 to 10 o'clock. It is a free show. Um, I will be there. Uh, Clay, I know you said you might try to come out uh, if yeah. you are in the area and want to come out. I suggest you do because it is a really good show. It's new material, and the dude is legitimately funny. Um, if you've never seen him, I think you'll have a good time. Plus, I will give you a high five if you come out. Uh, it's this Saturday. It is my recommendation for this week. Go see Derek Zuaskiani on the, and I just butchered my friend's name. I'm sorry, Derek. Normally I don't, but I'm super tired. Uh, come out and see him on the 2020 Division Tour this Saturday night at Happy Trails at 8 o'clock. So, Clay, anything else you want to bring up before we get out of here? Nah, man, but I'm going to start working on outlines for this new podcast, and I'm going to work on an outline for... We're going to have to do a series of the fighting game stories because they're just ridiculous. we got to talk well, about yeah, I'm going to work on outlines. You know, you've got Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Tekken... I don't know what's going on in King of Fighters. King, King of Fighters, Fighters every you know, year is King of Fighters. Uh, I don't know. Hey, you forget about stuff like Guilty Gear and so on. There's just some crazy stuff out there. Killer Instinct. Dark Stalkers, man. Marvel vs. Capcom. Man, that'll make my head hurt even going into some of those. But anyway. Exactly. uh, (coughs) We're going to get out here, Clay, because my throat's about had it. Um, Hope still better. That's just from talking, running my mouth for two hours, almost. Uh, As always, you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there. And please make sure and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere. You can find us on Twitter at From Ramblings and on Instagram at RFN underscore podcast. Also, don't forget to send us those emails with any questions or comments. And as you can tell, we will answer almost any question. Don't matter what it is, but when you're talking about doing the dirty with Smurfs, we have to draw the line somewhere. I'm sorry, Brandon, but keep sending it. Even I draw the line. That's a lot, man. Even I'm drawing drawing the line. But uh, that's what we like is not only the normal pop culture geek questions that you all send us, but uh, we like the -the off-the-wall questions, too. I think they're fun to answer. But you can send those to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Clay, where can everybody find you on social media? At Sweet J, uh, excuse me, Sweet JJ, the number one, the letter S, and go 49ers. Ah, oh, you're right. I am going with the four. Oh, my I God. forgot I was going to bring that up, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the 49ers, too. 
Um, that defense was uh, just crazy good in the NFC Championship game. So that's who I'm going with. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jason76Z. And with that, Clay, we are out. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.